I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. G'day and welcome to the Farm Spice Podcast. It's coming to the end of August and it's been a cold one. Thanks for joining us for our 13th episode as we have Marion from Mr. Rice Straws. In Australia alone, we consume 10 million plastic straws a day and Marion wants to put a stop to it. A passionate French entrepreneur who has found her feet down in South Australia. She works with a mix of organic farmers in South Australia to supply her with her materials initially. Another guest that has an extraordinary background and is fantastic to have her working within the industry. Let's get into it. Marion, how are you going today? Hi, how are you, Jack? I'm going really well. Excellent to have you on the show. You've had a bit of long travels through quarantine, um, but good to see you made it out on the other side yeah. and get home. Yeah. Yeah, we're very, very lucky to be back, <laughs> let's say. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it stays low, like within Australia so everything goes well for us yeah so to kick start the show off can you just tell us a bit about yourself and where you got to where you are now and what your background is sure um so I'm French I'm a 29 year old uh, entrepreneur um I've studied my background is mainly communication and marketing, and I don't really have a background in uh, in agriculture, actually. So what I do now is very different from what I did before. Um, I used to own a business in Vietnam um, in cosmetic, so very different background. And I lived in Vietnam for five years, actually, before moving to Australia. Uh, moved in Australia in 2018. And I started working on Mr. Rye uh, one year ago, approximately. Yeah, excellent. So with your background, when did you move to Australia? Is that recently or? I moved to Australia in 2018. So at the beginning of 2018, 
Um, I moved in Australia firstly to travel and then decided to um, stay here and um, do something that was more meaningful to me, uh, which is um, basically taking care of the, of the world of tomorrow and do something meaningful for the planet. That's how I, that's how I, I initially started about uh, Mr. Rai. That was the initial, uh, initial idea. Yeah, excellent. So that you're using your like, communication um, and putting that into a business to bring up sustainability within Australia and broader? Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, uh, marketing and communication is, uh, is important in that field because there is a, a lot of awareness to bring and, um, and people are more and more conscious nowadays about what product they, what product they consume. So I guess uh, communication is a big part of it. Yeah, absolutely. For anyone that doesn't know like what your business is now, what Mr. Rye is, could you give us a little introduction? Sure. So Mr. Rye are uh, South Australian rice straws that builds LC soil. So we're offering a local and trustable alternative to plastic. We are also offering a new income to uh, farmers, Australian farmers, and we promote employment in rural area. Yeah, excellent. So based in South Australia, you're working with the local farmers there. How did you approach these farmers? Did you know them firsthand or just through your network? Um, it was actually the first part of our journey. When we moved to South Australia, the goal was to um, meet different farmers and explain the concept of what we wanted to do, which is actually not uh, like a, it's not like a new innovation. Uh, rice straws were used way before plastic and paper straws got invented, so it wasn't something uh, extremely new. It was something that people uh, used to know before plastic straws. Uh, but uh, we looked on different uh, websites for certified organic farmers in South Australia because we wanted to work on a raw material that was certified organic for safety. And uh, we came across different farmers that we contacted and introduced our concept to. And after that, two of them were really, uh, really keen on knowing more information about it. So we, uh, we took our, our car and uh, drove up to their farm to go and introduce them the concept in more detail. And this is where like the experimentation began, where you started testing yeah. and seeing the best route? Yeah, well, that's where we kind of confirmed that all project could be possible with uh, rye, uh, cereal rye, because we wanted to make sure that the plant was also suitable and grown um, um, in South Australia. Um, and also it was a way for us to confirm that uh, we could work uh, hand in hand with farmers in South Australia to make it happen. So most, most, of, it, most of all the, the um, going to meet these farmers were for, was for us a way to confirm our project and the need for it. Yeah, perfect. For, like, for South Australia, they brought in a 100% plastic free legislation. This is right? Yes, exactly. This legislation has uh, gone to parliament now and uh, we're waiting for the final approval. But yeah, first state to uh, finally uh, um, announce that law on banning single-use plastic. Yeah, excellent. So I think for like entrepreneurship, timing is everything. 
I think you've got the timing quite right here um, as the legislation yeah. comes through. Well, I I think that the the law was uh, already in discussion when, before we actually started Mr. Right. So more than a year ago, there was already some discussion around that topic of banning single-use plastic. And I think um, our Minister for the Environment, David Spears, uh, introduced it at the Parliament in uh, I think it was December or January, so it shouldn't be long now before the law actually passes and um, and action starts to starts to happen for single use plastic. So I think we are at the right time, and I'm actually really glad that uh, South Australia is the first state to uh, act on single use plastic. It's excellent to hear that um, that we're looking to reduce for sure, and that you can provide an alternative for like your farmers. How does the value adding take place? Like on, for the show, we're looking at diversification for farmers and how we can improve our position. How does this, you mean, how does this work? Do you mean how we, are, how we are making the straws? How does that work? For the, for the farmers, like how, how do you work the relationship between there? Yeah. All right. So basically, our straws are the byproduct of the cereal rye crops. So uh, farmers harvest the grains uh, as usual. So they cut the yep. top part of the plants and we harvest the stems of the rye plants. And with the stem of the rye plant, which is naturally hollow in the middle, we cut them into uh, drinking straws. So that's an additional product that they get from their uh, rye harvest. Yeah, okay. So do you pay like do you pay them per ton? How many straws do you actually get off a paddock? Um, for this first initial harvest, we uh, got the stems for free from the farmers as a yeah. as a support for the project. But in the future, the goal is to um, create a new income for the farmers through um, having them helping us on the production side of the straws. So all straws are currently produced on farm. So to avoid to avoid unnecessary transportation and carbon emission, every straws are are uh, processed on farms, and all the waste of uh, the cutting, let's say, goes back into the field. So it's a, a natural fertilizer for the upcoming season. So what we want to do is really involve the farmer in the whole process. So for them, it's like a new activity that brings extra income for them. Yeah, excellent. So for further down the line, they'll be able to see a return for that, for something that would have just gone back into mulch, into the paddock. Exactly. For them, it's like adding a new stream of income uh, as well as selling the grains. They can also uh, sell the straws to us. And uh, it's just um, a, new, a new way for them to, uh, to, uh, to maximize the value of their crops, really. Yeah, definitely. And it's also, it's pretty exciting for a farmer to see like something that could be in a pub further down the line. They notice their straws. Um, exactly. Exactly. And also it's the first, uh, the first straw that is actually grown and manufactured in Australia. No, no other straws are, are, are made here in Australia. They're all imported. Oh, really? Not even like, um, like the metal ones or anything? Not made No. Here. All straws in Australia are currently imported and manufactured abroad. So Mr. Rice, the first straw that is uh, grown and made 100% in South Australia and in Australia, of course. Well, I think like your way of going about it, excellent. Like you're keeping the processing on farm um, and you're looking to reduce your impact through like 
carbon emissions through not transporting. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. also for those importers with the planes flying over, like it's quite a lot exactly. to put on board. So it's excellent that you're thinking about that. Yeah, local production and trustability is one of the biggest value that we have for the project. That's why we want to avoid any unnecessary carbon footprint and also um, the processing of our straws follow a circular economy where you can compost your straws after you used it. So it can fertilize the soil for the upcoming season or, or even at home for your garden. It can help the soil yeah. to regenerate. So we really like this idea of um, a full circle where we use a product that is already there, an existing resource, and we uh, use it as an alternative to plastic, and then it goes back into the soil to regenerate and grow, grow again. Perfect. So for like for the straw itself, uh, they're a one-time use. Um, they are one-time use for restaurants and cafe yeah. for safety measures, but at home you can actually reuse it. They are so strong you can put them in your dishwasher and you can reuse them. As long as they don't crack, you can really you can reuse them as long as you want, really. Oh, really? So, are, yeah. are they sealed at all, or are they just pure rye straw? No, the pure rye straw. They are the pure, like the the stem part of the plant, which is naturally hollow. So, you we just need to cut between the nodes, and yeah. then you have a straw. We don't process. We don't like manufacture or transform the stalks in any um, in any shape or form. We just use simply the stem part of the plant. That's excellent. I didn't think you'd be able to put them in the washing at all. Yeah, they're really strong. They're really strong. And um, because they are extra dried as well, uh, growing in South Australia, the weather is very, very hot in summer. So they dry really well in the paddock. And the more they dry, the harder they get they are. So they can definitely be reused. Yeah, excellent. So for, for Mr. Wright, did you have, what challenges and obstacles have you had to overcome? Um, I had to think about that one. Um, I would say the challenge that we have is um, that now people are looking more and more into how their products are made and they are looking behind the product they are buying. So they want to be, they want to have this sustainable approach. However, there is still way too much greenwashing around. So let's say for example, um, in the straw category, uh, people would be using a bamboo straw and think it's a sustainable alternative for the environment. But this bamboo straw has been manufactured and imported from Asia. So the impact of that product is probably um, even like same or even um, equal to, um, to the production of a plastic straw, for example. Yeah, but people don't really know um, don't really know the, the, the production process. So um, I, I would say I would say um, greenwashing is a is a big uh, is a big worry. So like more <laughs> touching on the education of consumers, knowing like the full background of their products. You think like with the straws? Yeah, I think greenwashing in uh, in the sustainability uh, industry is still a topic that is um, very sensitive. People um, are starting to use alternative to plastic. However, most of these alternatives are manufactured usually in Asia. 
and that uh, carbon footprint or that impact that uh, this product have on the environment uh, needs to be taken into into account. But um, in some in some ways, brands manage to market their product in a way that they make people feel good about it. Yeah, precisely. So it's your product is a bit more of a true blue product, even though you're from France originally. Um, but you're really cutting, yeah. cutting through that. Yeah, and we really want to highlight like where our products are from and how they are made, and and really be fully transparent about the where like what's been done to them so so people have a full um understanding about who what what is our product where it's from how it's made and who are the people involved um i think it's really important nowadays that people understand um the whole cycle of production yeah i think like bringing that transparency to the farmers as well i think you're doing a good job of like making them accountable um, but also letting them see the raw product get turned into the final straw. Yeah. And the shortest the cycle is, the better, because producing a product locally is obviously going to have a lower impact than producing a product overseas and importing it. So the shortest the cycle is, the better it is for everyone, for the environment and for uh, the future, the future of, a, of, a, of our planet, really. Yeah, of course. Well, that's excellent. Um, little roundup. It sounds like you've really got things going well for you. When, like, can we buy these straws currently? Uh, currently, uh, you can buy the straws on our website, mrrai.com. Although we are working right now towards a second production, so we'll have more straws available in the upcoming uh, upcoming weeks or months. Uh, but we're also available on uh, mostly on Instagram and Facebook where we keep uh, being really active about uh, how our productions are going and what do we do and, and sharing a lot of different, um, uh, a lot of different tips and uh, sustainable, sustainable uh, activities as well. Yeah, that's excellent. So um, I just want to like touch on a bit more into your background because Mr. Mm-hmm. Rye may not have started if you didn't do these things. So for like being a co the You've joined the board of the startup Adelaide yeah. in 2020. How did this come about and does this help you? Um, I've, always, I've always been uh, really involved in the startup uh, industry, really. Not only here in Australia, but also before when I was living in Vietnam, I was part of the, the French tech uh, community in Vietnam. Um, so really discovering startups that are solving problems and uh, meeting new like, um, like-minded people, entrepreneurs, is really something that I enjoy doing. So for me, uh, being on the board of Startup Ladies, being able, able to help other entrepreneurs in their startup journey and um, promoting innovation, really. So that was a, that's an important part of my uh, personal um, uh, motivations yeah so you're quite like ambitious to also help others within your role on the board there and as a leader of yeah yeah I really like uh, I really like uh, to help other entrepreneurs and startup um, solving their own issues or helping them with direction and strategy and uh, giving them uh, feedback or advice um, actually, one of the new projects right now is launching the French tech uh, movement in Australia as well. 
So I'm also now involved in the French Tech Australia community and we are relaunching the whole community to, um, to um, apply for the official French Tech label next year. Yep. So that's also a new a new project that uh, um, I'm uh, I'm involved uh, for for this year. Is that for French Tech wanting to launch within Australia? The French Tech has been in Australia for a little while, but is not um, was not officially labelized. Uh, uh, so the goal right now is to uh, apply for the label, so the French Tech label can officially uh, be in Australia and uh, can be seen as an uh, official community and movements yeah okay so it's excellent like that you're getting involved within the community i think it's good for like my audience on farms advice for the agribusiness community to know that they are like these support programs your one yeah, and may not be applicable but it's excellent to like connect and network through isn't it yeah, there is different network actually, depending on where you are in Australia. In South Australia, there's quite a lot of uh, communities that are uh, very active. Uh, and there is also some in different states that are very active. The, the most national one that I'm involved in right now is the French Tech Australia, because we really want to regroup um, entrepreneurs and uh, startup funders, but also investors and um, community builders from all around Australia that have a link to France. So. This one is more national. Yeah, excellent. It's good to see that you're kicking it off um, for France and then getting some useful tech within Australia as well, and combining the two. Yeah. Now, bringing it home to South Australia, you're quite involved within the University of Adelaide. Um, I'm not really involved in the University of Adelaide, however, we are incubated at the Think Lab Wait, which is part of the University of Adelaide. That's an incubator uh, that focuses on agtech startup uh, and it's based on the, on the agriculture, food and wine campus. So um, we've been involved with the, with the student actually a few months ago, they helped us to um, to improve or um, actually to select the right variety of rye for the project. That was a very, very early on experiment where we were still um, testing different varieties and choosing the best one for the project. So this is a, a little activity that we've done with the University of Adelaide student at the Way campus. However, we don't really have a link with the university. It was more um, like, um, um, an experiment that uh, that we did to involve the student on our project. Yeah, and do you think that contributed towards the end result? Yeah, I think it was very useful. Um, they did a great job at growing different varieties, and uh, along with the lecturers, uh, they've shown some very interesting results for us. They've also helped us in um, in the um, sterilization process of. Uh, of the rice straws, so they've tested different uh, methods, and they came back to us with some very interesting results. Yeah, that's excellent. So you sort of sped up the process um, via Think Lab Weight Incubator Program. Yeah, yeah, we we basically used Mr. Rai as a case study um, to some of the university program students, so they could be involved on a real life um, a real life business uh, activity instead of uh, instead of uh, just um, taking a like a imaginary case study let's say yes yeah, excellent it's always like 
good to be involved within those case studies. And I imagine for yourself, it's really kick-started Mr. Rye into the research. Yeah. And also and they really the enjoyed it as well. They were very involved into the whole process and they were very enthusiastic about uh, testing uh, different plants and, uh, and coming back to us with their results. So it was really interesting. Well, I imagine you could see the results quite quickly of like the changes that they tested for as well. Uh, well, it took some time because obviously we are working with plants yeah. and um, you cannot really you cannot really go fast when you're talking with plants because uh, because it takes some time. <laughs> like everything in agriculture, it takes some time, and uh, and we have uh, one harvest every year, so it, it took some time to uh, to come up with results. But uh, that's why we started the project early on, and uh, we only launched early this year. So perfect. So I saw that you qualified for like supporting innovation in South Australia. Yeah, that's the, pro that's the program that we came uh, in South Australia for, actually. Oh, right. So you, this is how you launched yourself in South Australia? This is how we, uh, this is how we came to uh, launch the business in South Australia and not in another state. Um, the Supporting Innovation in South Australia program is an entrepreneur program specifically designed for foreign entrepreneurs who want to launch businesses uh, yep. in South Australia. So, and uh, we have been uh, granted uh, with that program, let, uh, it was in March 2019, we are one of the first recipients of the program. So this program allowed us to move to South Australia to start our business. Yeah, excellent. So it's good to see that they allowed you to grow within the state. Do you know, like, are other states offering this too? I didn't know this was a thing. Um, there is a plan to expand that program to other states, but so far it's only been running in South Australia. So other states don't have any similar program right now. Well, it's excellent to see that you got involved with that um, and could put your get on the ground running. That's excellent. Thank you. Yeah, it was very helpful for us to be able to um, to start our business because it's really hard when you're foreign entrepreneurs in Australia to have a, a legal status for it. So yeah. this program really helped us to uh, to get things started. Yeah, excellent. And just getting that extra support goes a long way. Yes, for sure. For like one thing working within your niche uh, with Mrs. Rye or something else, what is one thing you'd like to change? Um... I would say more transparency on products you buy. Um, mostly it comes back to the, to the point I mentioned earlier a little bit about uh, knowing where your product comes from and uh, understanding more uh, how it's been produced and, and, and what does that mean for the environment, but also who are the workers involved and really getting that full transparency on what you buy, not just buying a product because it's an alternative. Um, so I would say, yeah, more transparency and, um, and more, um, more information on behind the scenes, like what happens behind. Yeah, I think that would be excellent. How would you see this like taking place? Would you labelize it more for products like that are sustainable right through the whole process? Or yeah, actually, I think in South Australia, things are done pretty well. Uh, there is the label I, uh, I chose SA, which is very good. It really shows that a product is 100% South Australian. 
Um, I think more globally there is, um, or more nationally actually in, in Australia, there is the, the label um, Australian made and owned. Um, and you can actually make your own label according to how much percentage of ingredients are coming from Australia. I think this is really good to help consumers have more information about what, like, what is in your product and where it's from. Um, but definitely more uh, communication from the brand and uh, more uh, understanding on the consumer side of the impact this uh, product can have on the environment as well. Yeah, it's just getting the initial education in and once they do know about the product and its sustainability and how it impacts, yeah. um, that'd be excellent. It'd go a long way, I imagine, for Mr. Rye. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But it's, uh, the mentality are increasing now and, uh, and people are uh, being more and more aware of what they buy and uh, they, really want to, uh, they really want to do their part of it. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, so for like, what are you most curious about in ag and like, what's the next biggest project coming up for yourself? Mm, there is two things that I'm really curious uh, about and that actually we are also trying to work on is uh, how to maximize waste. So for example, in our case, how do we maximize the use of the waste we produce from our straws? So all the cut parts from our straws, all the mulch that we get at the end of the process. Um, it can be used as a natural fertilizer, but we are currently looking at what else could we make uh, from that mulch that could have maybe more value for the farmer. So that's uh, one of the, one of the topics I'm uh, curious about. And the other one is about inse insect farming. So transforming food waste into a new food source. And this uh, involves uh, black soldier flies and composting and um, new f new source of food for animals. So that's a really interesting topic as well that I'm currently uh, uh, researching as well. Is that coming through like this startup Adelaide or? Uh, not really. It comes from uh, more like personal interest. Yeah. Um, and better, better managing my own food waste and uh, better understanding how that works and how to maximize uh, the protein level of food waste instead of simply composting it. Um, so I would say it's more on a personal level. But I also see more and more startups actually do, digging into that topic. So it's really, it's really more uh, like a, yeah, a general interest of mine. Yeah, no, that's good to see. It all starts with the individual and what we, what we want to do. We're trying to all yeah. become sustainable within farming. Um, yeah, especially with uh, food waste being such a big topic as well uh, right now. Yeah, of course. And it's just lifting that efficiency and being proactive on looking for different alternatives, such as yourself with Mr. Ride. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on the podcast today i've just got two last questions for you who would you like yep. to hear on the farms advice podcast and why um i would say following the values that we have with mr rye of local production and traceability um i had the chance to meet earlier this year at evoc uh, which is an agri agri future event um a young man called sam johnson and he created a community called 
thank a farmer for your next meal. And what he does with this community is um, uh, really understanding where food comes from and how it's been produced and uh, how it's been made. And I think it really uh, creates more awareness for people to understand better the full traceability of the product they consume. Uh, so yeah, I had a chance to meet him at Evoque and uh, and thought it would be um, a nice um, a nice uh, a nice interview maybe for one of your upcoming uh, podcasts. Yeah, that'd be excellent. I think like what he's done with the community there, he's got like nearly over sixty thousand followers, so he's doing really well on that. Yeah, it's a very good community, and it's very um, it's a very um, uh, let's say transparent and nice uh, way to understand better uh, behind the scenes, you know, like more like how you not only how your product's been made, but also who are the farmers behind what you eat. So it really shares stories about all these people. And I think it's a, it's a really nice way to move forward. Yeah, exactly that. We're all stakeholders within agriculture as we consume it day in and day out. Yes. Um, but that's yes. excellent. That's a, excellent person to have on the podcast thank you very much and and um if you wanted to know about us i think i didn't reply to that question you asked earlier about what's next um for mr i what's next is um automating our processes because currently we've been processing our straws by hand and as you can imagine it's a tremendous work so right now we're looking at um automating our processes with the creation of a machine to be able to cut more straws and scale up our production so we can supply more and more businesses yeah that's excellent so you've got a bit of technology um coming in Bit more trial yes testing. we hoped we hope so and we we hope so and it doesn't exist so we have to create it all but uh that's a challenge that we are willing to to uh to have to take where would that be based would that be based with the farmers or would you then have yes a that would be based on farm that would be based on farm uh still in the same spirit of keeping yep. uh the production as close to the raw material so we don't create any unnecessary transportation or carbon footprints that's excellent i'd be Pretty keen to have a look at what you come up with in the end and see how you get on with that. Yeah, I'll keep you updated for sure. This is a plan for our uh, second batch right now. So we are currently working on that machine. Yeah, excellent. Well, for anyone that's wanting to get in touch with you or find out more about Mr. Rice Straws, how can we do this? Uh, you can reach out to us on Instagram with the at Mr. Rye, M-I-S-T-E-R-R-Y-E or on Facebook or uh, via our website, mrride.com. Um, and yeah, I think that's the best way to reach us. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Marion Vigo, V-I-G-O-T. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us on the show today, Marion. It's excellent to have an entrepreneur coming on. Um, and thank, thank you very much for contacting us and for, and for your interest in, uh, in our South Australian rice straws. No worries at all. I think like your background is excellent. It's a bit different to everyone else. So it's good to see what everyone else is up to and what you're looking forward to. Thank you. Thank you. Am I, the, am I the one of the first uh, international entrepreneurs you have on the podcast? I think you're the very first, so congrats. Whoa, thank you. <laughs> That's good. I'm super glad. <laughs> no worries. Well, thank you for joining us on the show. We'll speak soon. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Farms Vice podcast. 
If you'd like to hear more, please head to farmsadvice.com.au or follow us on social media at Farms Advice for further motivation. We want to reach the 90,000 plus farming families to help them improve their own agribusinesses. So please share this with your friends, colleagues, as we talk everything agribusiness. See you next time. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.